Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning. The following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Jonathan. <laughs> My name is Alexia. And today, as promised, we are reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Ooh. We're so... We're so up on the most popular movie from six weeks ago. So by the time they hear it, I guess so, shit. <laughs> yeah, because we just put out our other our last show yesterday. Um, uh, so we got that. Uh, hopefully we're going to have some time to talk a little bit about your experience doing a little a little bit more about the uh, the VR Star Trek game you've been playing, which sounds so cool. I've, uh, I've looked into maybe one day getting a PS4 just because after your experience with it, I had a friend of mine had a PS4 that I got a chance to look at too. And I was like, ooh, this is nice. The controllers are better, too. I know. Like, like, there's a lot of ways. I was just really surprised that it's just, especially since I was so on on board last, you know, generation. It was all about the 360 for me. Yeah. And I still would say that I prefer um, the Xbox controller somewhat. But as I've been playing more games on the PS4, because the Xbox One is, like, so buggy, um, I've, like, there's a lot to like about it. You know, it's it's a good controller, but uh, it's it's, a, it's unfortunate that it's you know kind of flopped. So clearly, I'm not a fanboy of anyone in particular. <laughs> like, yeah, come on. Maybe we'll be a fanboy of the of yeah. We'll, we'll talk about if I I'll try and leave a little time for video game talk at the end because there's like there's I'm curious about the Nintendo Switch and some stuff that I've heard and something that Xbox is doing that's interesting to me. But let's get into this. Oh, one that last thing I gotta ask. Uh, I'm assuming so far the answer is no. You have not seen Wonder Woman, correct? No, I have not. I Are, I have um. I've heard from people that I trust that it's good. I'm still, I mean, there's nothing that's going to change my annoyance over the casting choice. Sure. But um, could you get past but it? Like- I've, I've heard enough that gives me hope about like at least the plot. And I'm sure, and I'm sure she's a good actress. Like I don't, and I know that she, you know, was like an Israeli soldier and, you know, so she like legitimately knows how to fucking fight. Like there are things about, um, about the film about and and certainly about the female director um that i'm like okay i, I you just have don't to. like how short she is you you just wish she was taller i, I not just tall i wish she was tall and i wish she was very muscular she's like, pretty muscular at least from what i've seen she's she's on the more muscular side you i know, mean compared when to i saw her for in, instance gomorrah in superman versus whatever most. she did yeah. not look muscular to me she looks more muscular, at least in the trailers that I've seen for Wonder Woman. I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. Um, uh, my wife did, and she she loved it. I know women who've seen it who just kind of like like wept uh, that this has finally happened and that it's good. That DC couldn't get Batman right and couldn't get Superman right, but the hardest of the three, the 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 chick with the star spangled underwear, you know, with a magic lasso, like they that's the one. That, right. that they nailed because the director Patty Jenkins, you know, a female directed female superhero film, uh, the the third least the third least popular, you know, not the not the top two. That's the one that got it right. That's the one that did it. You know, and I think that there's you know the the satisfaction in in yes, that. there's so much. That's what I mean. Like th- th- there's so much about the narrative of making the film. That I'm like I I have to I have to support it and I and I have to I have to give it a chance, and um, that they did it that not just that they made the film but the the film 
was like I and uh, I haven't seen it, so maybe you know I've I've heard one or two naysayers, but like mostly it's been. But by all accounts, yeah, most people yeah. have said it's really good. The fact and that certainly they, it's made money, right? The like fact regardless. that they've knocked they've knocked it out of the park, you know, creatively, is is really satisfying. And I thought about this, even more important than the girls today who finally get their 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 due. Um. There are girls being born today for whom this is just a thing now. This is just a thing that exists. It is out there. Women are superheroes just as much as men now. You know what I mean? It's it's or if not just as much, it it is as successful. It is as you know. If you think back to it's as legitimate, yeah. It's it and it's not something you watched happen. It's not like it's not that women got the vote. It's that women have always voted from the point of view of the of you know the right, girls the, that were born that after person. suffrage happened. Yeah. So like this is this is you know I'm so excited. Yeah, that, like the, the, the what it represents. Whether I wind up liking it or not, like I I'm I'm happy about what it represents simply simply being a success um and what that means but like i really especially since it is successful like i watch i just i wish they had gotten like a big muscular woman and shown like that that's attractive too like because i i feel like that's the reason she looks like she looks you know like they got a fucking model um and I, I'm not saying it has to be someone off the cover of fucking, you know, one of those bodybuilding magazines, but I believe that there's a place in between, you know, model who basically looks like a mannequin and that could the cover of a bodybuilding magazine that is very, very attractive. And it's like women, like we know muscular women and they're fucking hot, you know, and it's like it just I want that I want that out there in the world, like because the the idea that if it's a male superhero, he's muscular and buff because that that's what makes men attractive. But like a woman who is muscular in any way apparently is not. And I just I hate that as an idea. And like this was the perfect opportunity because the character called for it. I you and see. I and I don't know. It. I if if I were to look up, you know. If I were to look up images of Wonder Woman from the comics, I would say. I mean, say, no, you're right. She's not drawn that way. But I'm, but I'm talking about more recent images of her, like from the the Injustice game, is a really good example. Um, she is extraordinarily sexy in that game, but like she's got like, I mean, her thighs would fucking crush you like a bug. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I do. I do know what you mean. I don't think that that's. I mean. Yeah, yes, this could have been a place where that could have happened. I don't think that that is necessarily representative of what she what she looks like. Her her strength doesn't come from her muscles necessarily any more than Superman's strength come from comes from him. And yet, what does Superman look like? Superman looks like what he was drawn like in the comics. I mean, and that's and that's ultimately okay. All you right. know, I I I think that ultimately the 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 idea of you know to mass market. At this point, I don't think you you challenge people's notions, you know. But I, I'm not saying they shouldn't be challenged. But I would. I, I'm saying that that I don't. I mean, yeah. See at, DC. at this point, at least, perhaps I should just be satisfied with them not fucking the character up so totally. Like I haven't seen the movie yet, but I. But from what I've been told, and from what people are saying, you know, like at least it's not this huge disservice to women. And like, let's it's be not clear, like it's Chris not Pine's like character because he's there, he sweeps it, and she's just a sidekick the whole movie. Um, yeah. There's, you know, I've heard that that doesn't happen, and I and there was there was an image that um, Mystery showed me that I hadn't seen before. Um, so spoiler, if uh, you didn't know this, <laughs> but um, Robin Wright is in it. Oh yeah, and I didn't know that, and I oh he, yeah, he didn't know it either, and he showed me this the picture of her, and I was and she must be like obviously like we're thinking you know based on the picture that she's like you know obviously she's from Themyscira but she's um potentially the like the head honcho there but yeah. she looks fantastic i love it oh yeah and it's yeah, and it's the, this mature woman you know she's not young she's not 20 something you know you and know what i love somebody hot man somebody love pe- somebody uh posted a picture of robin Wright in this and carrie fisher from uh from the last jedi and they said they said i've lived long long enough to see my childhood princesses grow up to be generals yes i like isn't that. isn't that cool isn't that cool that's, yeah that's yeah that's fucking awesome like you know, that part makes me very pleased 
Well, and I'm look, I I think that we're we're going to be talking about women a little bit in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two because I think there are things to be said. I about do think there are there are some there. there's yeah there was a there was a distinctive moment in the film actually for me, um, because I feel like I, obviously I'm I'm pretty um, vocal much more vocally feminist now than I than I think I. I have been like my whole life and it's been kind of a journey. I think I've always felt it's affected me. I mean, my feminist, thoughts are certainly, if you will, my, um, my thoughts and are I don't, and I hate that. I hate that we've made that a bad word. Like that, like people are afraid to call themselves a feminist because somehow that means you hate men. Um, that's not my understanding of feminism. <laughs> my understanding is it's, we want equality. Like we just want to be seen. As you know, I think that superheroes are helping. I mean, I really do because, because there was, there was a time where I, as a man felt like, come on, give me a break. Um, because it got to the point where, you know, why does it have to be human? Why does it have to be female? Yeah. And when things yeah, yeah, get that ridiculous, a, like, I'm not it, on I that. I can tell point, you, I can tell but, you when this time was, this time was somewhere between like 1995 and like 2002. Yeah, like where I sort of yep, got I know exactly. Was exactly was when I was in college. Is exactly then. It was this because I heard because I heard some. It was of that either stuff that too. time in history or that's what it's like when you're in college. I'm like, not sure. Like, I, yeah, because everybody is sort of, you know, it might the college atmosphere might have something to do with it because I wonder, like, because you and I are you know pretty much contemporaries, but I wonder if to some extent it isn't because. Hey, we're we're young, and now we're we're in college, and we're in charge of our own educations and destinies, and we're so pseudo intellectual, and we're really starting to pick things apart with our brains for the first time. Because I feel like when you're in like grade school and high school, like you have to be there, right? And I think for most people, like even myself, and I was really good at school. Like I didn't, I got really good grades all the time, and it didn't really take a whole lot of effort. Um, even when you're doing well, I think you kind of you had, there's a disdain for it. You know, you've got all those hormones going. You've got a lot of other shit. You're, you've, you're, you're socializing. You know, that's what's on your brain more than like being at school, having to learn things. Like you're, most people are not super excited about the learning aspect of school when you're forced to go like that. But then once you hit college, I feel like there's a bit of a shift for most people. Um, where you want to be there like you're paying to be there and paying quite a lot of money to be there and you're sort of stretching your brain for the first time where you're like i'm a i'm an adult now i'm i am learning things and i am applying my brain power to these things and so maybe there's some of that just floating about yeah but i also for you and i there's also happen you know but you're also in the era of you know of the cranberries and and Alanis Morissette and 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 you know the you know the 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 underarm hair of Paula Cole you know like it's it's like like that that sort of the 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 girl female feminism on on where suddenly to be a girl to be girlish or girly um was you know was there was disdain for that and there was disdain for the way there was a lot of disdain involved for for you know you couldn't be a princess in a dress and 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 be and have a feminist be okay with you at that time is what it felt like it's it's like it started to be focused on all the things that you didn't like and i love what we have you know what's evolved today where you know what if you want to be a princess in a dress great and if you want to be gamora great be what you want to be does yeah. that make sense? I feel like, like that's the it's now it's not about uh, about the you know fen- feminism against the world as much as it's feminism to the you know to the I guess to the goal of female empowerment is is what I is what I I'm mean seeing. I think I, that's always been the goal of feminism as the movement and I think it still is and I think that um if anything, it's it's actually viewed much more hostily than it than it was, you know, when you know in that time period that you know are talking about, like ninety five to two thousand two. I think it's viewed much more hostily now. Um, Do like you? People are afraid to be associated with it, or afraid to say I'm a feminist because so many people. Um, I don't, I don't know that they've hijacked the narrative, but there are there are certainly, as in any group, there are extremists, you know. And I think that, as particularly in this time in in our society, because we've got fucking you know look at the the landscape of our country right now if you will and it's all about being um extreme right and so as a result it's like you you know you're afraid to 
say what your religion is. You're afraid to to say if you're a feminist, you're afraid to say, you know what I mean? Because these things have become associated with the extremists of those groups, whatever they are, whatever the group is, whatever the ideology is. And I now think, I think maybe I think idea ideology as a concept <clears throat> to have an ideology is maybe but like for instance, all right. So for Wonder Woman, there was. Did you hear about the Alamo all all the the female screen screening of Wonder Woman that the Alamo in Austin put on? Uh, yes, I did. And the, right. and what the mayor wrote on on some yeah. horrible dude's post, I fucking love. Yeah, the, the, the mayor, there was a I would horrible kiss dude. The mayor if I ever and saw him. and there was this right there was this face. smattering Mwah. about of uh, uh, crying against it. But then what there was is there was a general outcry against the outcry. There was a generalized. Like, like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck, you no. And Al- and and Alamo's response was fuck you. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought, like I said, the, the I think the mayor put it the most beautifully because like if I were I a man, like I would be offended at the notion of being associated with that guy. You know what I mean? Like I would like every time I see like for me personally, like anytime I see a woman do something that I feel like is really detrimental um, to women in general. I'm like, God, I'm so upset. I'm like, why you got to do that? Why you got to fuck it up for everybody? Like, don't be that guy. And it's like, that's what I feel like most men, thankfully, their response to, to you know, these male rights activists like this guy. Um, like, I'm sorry. It's just, it's so hard for me. When Mr. A read me like the article, like I just, I just went like totally nuts. So we were like out in public uh, because you know me, I can't help myself. And I'm like, oh yes, poor men. You guys have no rights. You poor, poor things. And there's nowhere that you guys can go and just be with other men where women aren't allowed. I mean, gosh. Oh wait, hold on. There are whole institutions around that. Like well, it just the uh, the fucking idea of being like women. They're they're everything's about that. Like oh my fucking god. I've never heard such an entitled privileged position. Before. Well, I, and, and that's the, the thing up. is, it, is let <laughs> me let, let me step out to say that I there are certain things about men's rights that I am absolutely um, that that I that I'm absolutely cognizant of. There are things that do push my buttons um, about about the way that men are treated in the media and the way that men are 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 treated, you know, by mostly other men. Um uh, but I would say that that working, you know, one, being the primary caregiver of my kids and two, working in a female dominated profession as I do, um, uh, I I see the problem with with men's rights. And it's not, oh, that women shouldn't be allowed to have things and oh, women shouldn't have empowerment. That's not what somebody who should truly believe in men's rights should have. What it should be, if someone cares about men's rights, if there are men out there who care about men's rights, it should be that everybody, every person should be able to do what they need to do to pursue life, to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, you know, to the point where it does not damage or infringe on somebody else's rights. And that is, yeah, I that's mean, every I don't, person. I don't think we need like, <clears throat> and I think but, this goes back for to instance, like the, fe- like the but, but, feminist but, thing, like, cause that's what Mr. A's beef with feminism. I'm um, like, we, we've gotten into some arguments about it where he feels like, you know, so much of it has become about um, women being better than men. And, and, and I'm like, well, to some extent, I wonder if we don't need to do that to overcome how long we've been subjugated but then he's like i i see what you're saying he's like but i don't i i'd, I'd rather like I, he had a he had a term for it and it's, it's something that's starting to kind of go around um that's about equality it's like equalism you know like not feminism not male rights not whatever like 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 it's about equality it's not about one of one is better than the other neither men nor women are better than each other we exactly. are equal. We are Or better at particular people. things. I mean, it's, it, and that's, and that is, and that's the thing that, 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 you know, when I talk about, you know, the, the issues and mostly it's fathers, um, that I have a real problem with the way fathers are, are, are looked down on in the media. Um, because oh, I be- can see what you mean. I've seen a lot of commercials. Yeah. Like where they'll have like the woman find me, find me the good dad on TV. I told you, man. Fucking Flash, his dad. Yeah. he has the best dad in the world. He does. Everybody he does. That yeah, and that's and and I and I and I agree with you. Um, but outside of that, 
Family Ties. He's a great dad. He is all right. So we have a show that's thirty-five years old and a show now. <laughs> Just yeah, saying, you know, we got we got yeah. a show now. I think um, I think but, most of the superhero movies we've seen with father figures have been good. Like the one we're gonna do now about a well, there this is, is a great the, okay. This is an exception. I think this is this is a this is a notable exception. Okay, most times the dad is not the bad guy. Most times it's like in Superman, his dad is there for him. His dad is his rock. You know, like he sacrifices. Yeah, but but his but his dad is distant and doesn't have a relationship with him. And I go, I I go more to the the shows like King of Queens or the shows like The Simpsons or you know, sure, those those are comedy shows where they've made the they've made they've made a joke out of it. Yeah, but and that's so the thing. but that's the thing that's that's always kind of the joke that mom knows what's going on and dad's kind of a doof. You know, and I yeah, think dad's kind of dumb. Poor I think, dad. I, I think maybe Dan Connor on on Roseanne was is a good one. Um, you know, but I feel like I feel like in general that that's not it's not a a relationship that's shown a lot. And I think that that you know there's what about Cisco. Cisco's a great dad. Again, we're talking a show from twenty five years ago. Like, you know, that that's and he is and he is a good dad, although I I would say that he's a good dad sometimes. I mean, I think there are other times when when he could be better, you know, but I think that you think that you're a good dad 100 percent of the time. No, no, I I agree with you. You know what I mean? Like, I think that we see, um, you know, I, I would like to see more of that in general, like be it dads moms whatever like because we do i think we do have this tendency in any kind of media to sort of see one extreme or the other and it's like but the reality is like if we're, we're going to be honest about some shit like parents do the best that they can but at yeah. the end of the day they're just human beings which means like they have their own shit unless they're living planets <laughs> um, right unless they're living planets in which case it's a very different scenario because um, i don't know that father is really appropriate then like because you're almost the, not even a thing you a know there, there's a there's there's a uh and i think it's interesting we're talking about this because this is going to come out just a few days before father's day um oh, and and just and just like this is going to come out like two days before you can come see us at awesome con um oh, on yeah. on fr- on friday night the uh the 16th of june at the washington convention center at the, i think it's like 9 45 or it's at nine sorry it's nine and it's over at nine, nine, I think it's so nine. come see us there anyway um yeah don't be late <laughs> there there are there are little things you know i've always pointed to the to the you know to the jiff peanut butter thing you know the the kid tested mother approved has always kind of bugged me and oh yeah the, but like you know what's and, interesting about that is the, all that stuff is about putting women in the in the mother hole like yeah. that's it's and it's so funny that the fallout from that is that as a father you know, you you get. No I feel peanuts. like like I'm the one who buys. I, I'm I'm the one who buys the peanut butter. Like, yeah, and why? Like, and why what, should? What about me? And and I would love if you know if it wasn't if the only instance in in pop culture anybody ever had was Mr. Mom again a, a movie from 35 years ago. Like Great I movie. would I would love for there to be and that was about how oh my gosh when a dad does it it's so hard. I would love it for there to be just like. That a, a movie. Well, you know what that- I think. You know what I always felt like about about that movie, though, is that it, what it does is, and I think that what it was intended to do it was to be like because people, right? We have a t- like because this particularly in a in a male dominated society, there's this idea that like you know this is what you do, and I don't know anything about it, and it's fine, and it's meant to be. It's meant to show that like. Like taking care of children in the home and ta- like taking care of all that shit is fucking hard. Like, isn't it, dude? It's fucking hard. Sure, right? it is. It is. I would love, you know, to, and I think that I would was love what to it was see meant a show. to be. Not, not to show to... that he's not that he's inferior in some way, but like just to have his eyes open. It's like when I talk to guys that have like ever had to put on like women's clothes for a show, or they did it for Halloween or whatever, and it's like, so how'd you feel in all that stuff? As the next time you see a woman, any woman, just look at her and say thank you. Because like, yeah. you don't live your life every day like that, you know what I mean. And you and most guys have absolutely zero concept of it. Well, here's and then when here's they the do, thing. they here's, just spend here's, one night like that. They're like, "Good God, you do that every day? Why see, I would, are you I would, assholes? Our whole society see, tells us we have to." I would love to see. You know, I would love to see a movie or a show where you had somebody and they hit parents, and the parents, you know, the roles you you write it as your traditional show with your traditional uh, nuclear family, right? And okay. then just switch the mother and father. That's what I would like to see. 
because I'm, but because that's not only the the sort of life that I live, but the life that I know quite a few people where that's the case, where where the where the 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 man is is allowed to be in that other role, and the woman is allowed to be in that other role because that's okay. That's just as valid, and I right. think that that's empowering to both. Um, Absolutely, because because I you know the fact that the screenings. The, the the Tuesday morning screenings at, screenings at AMC theaters is still called Mommy and Me. And, you know, like, fuck that. Like, I want to I want to take my kids to those Tuesday morning, you know, baby screaming, you know, things. And I never did because the name always put me off. Like, I would be like, gosh, I, I don't really know if I'd be welcome. Like, why? 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 Because mommy's home and daddy's at work. Well, you know, fuck that. Like, no, maybe daddy's home and, and mommy's super capable and, and to do her job. And dad's a real good dad. Like, why does that? Yeah, I mean, why I just. Why is that any less valid? Yeah. Like, and the reason is, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. The re- it comes down to sexism because you're doing a female, fi- a female thing. And as a man doing a female thing, that's bad. Like, cause I, I saw this video once where um, a, gay, a gay guy was talking about how like that was why it was bad to be gay right because you were exhibiting these like feminine um sort of things and being male but presenting female in some way or being feminine equals bad like that all goes back to being a woman is bad like no, but, being a woman but that, is but that wasn't the case at all that wasn't for me it was it was the mommy and me screening that was going on, and I felt like I'm gonna walk in, and I'm gonna be the the one guy in there, and, and all so the women gonna are gonna be, be in there, and, and, and uh, not that I'd be a creeper, all the women would be in there, and, and maybe not in a creeper kind of way, but just kind of like, why the fuck is this guy here? Like it's, and I'm sure that it would not be the case. I'm sure it would be, you know, they'd be like, oh look, what a good dad. But like, yeah. I don't think I don't <laughs> think I should be thought of as, oh, what a good dad, just because I take my kid to a movie theater. Like, I think that it should just be, you know what? I'm a dad. I am a good dad, but I'm not like what a good dad because I take my kids to the park. That because I take just, my kids to see a movie. Yeah, you want a like, fucking cookie? <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> like, I'm not. I don't such beat a good my dad. kids. What I'm do you not, want? A cookie? I'm not such a good dad because I make him a grilled cheese sandwich. You know, it's like it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a dad and that's and and I feel like I would love to see that uh you know I feel like honestly I think you should go I think if you went not well, only I don't, would I don't, you not I don't need get people who I don't like, need to go anymore I don't like my kids are old enough that I don't need to I, like now it would be <laughs> that I don't weird need to that, do that anymore I'm just I, saying I think I, bring, I, bring I my, think you would have been pleasantly surprised by your reception I don't think anyone would I don't think it would have been some huge deal you know, I would love if it was just if if it was just called you know Parents Day Out or something. I would you know? love if we just didn't think that being womanly and in, in some way was negative. Therefore, um, we have to do all this stuff. I would love if we were just equal. Like because here's the thing, dude. Like when you say like, I, it's hard for me sometimes when you say, but there are things that like men are actually better at or women are actually better. Like I'm like, no, stop. There are, there are things that some men are better at than some women. But they're also better than some other men at that. Like it's when you start talking about like uh, the entirety of a gender and saying that they're better at this one thing or this other thing than the other, whichever one you pick. Or or let's no. move that to race or move that to religion or move, move that, that to, to any of that shit. Like yeah. none of it's true. Like individuals, there are certain individuals who are better than other individuals in these areas. Like every person is unique and has their own skill set. And just because some guys are more muscular than than other guys, there there and and then women, there are some women that are you know more muscular and capable than than that same number of guys and other women. And, and you know can, what I mean. And, like, and I just want to. Just... Can we just back off on that being important? By the way, men out there, and let's go get to the movie because we it's only been like six episodes since we did a whole episode about men and women. So I don't want it to be our whole episode, but I want to say this in agreement with you that like the the only thing. Men that you have over women is yes, the strongest and the fastest of the men are stronger and faster than the strongest and the fastest of the women. If you look at the times in the Olympics and the weights lifted and stuff, yes, congratulations. Congratulations, men. You have you it is probably going if you had a, a, a football team of all men versus a football team of all women, the football team of all men would probably win. Congratulations. You have a skill set that is absolutely Outside of being on a football field, immaterial in a 21st century world. 
So congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. You can go, we are stronger and faster. Well, good. When you got to go chase the dinosaurs, and yes, I know men and dinosaurs didn't exist at the same time, but when you have to go chase dinosaurs for a Bronto burger, congratulations, you can scream your superiority. But, but because the rest of us are living in a world where it's brain power, not brawn power, that matters. Like, like, and we're at a point that even in what we consider blue collar manual labor jobs, those are all assisted with tools to the point where the difference between men and women are not going to be necessarily important. Neil, guess what? Like, is we're talking about such a minute, like there's no, like there, it's not there anymore. Whatever you thought might've been there, you know, is Whatever gone. edge you thought you had. Yeah, like, whatever edge you had, you had you gone. Like, like, congratulations. In the gym, you can lift a couple, you know, a couple more, you know, barbells or whatever. Great. Great. What does that do for the world? Right. And like, like and it's only if you're in your tippy, like, at, at, at the, some level yeah. of some people. Like, because I watch women outlift men all the time. So, sure. like, like sure. in your everyday life, that's not even happening. You know what I mean? Like the only and, place and, where this yeah. is true is in the Olympics when you're comparing the best of the best yeah. to the best of the best. Like that's it. We have and, no idea what the best of the best versus the best of the best would be like if we if we pitted them against each other because we've not done it. But I mean, you can look at the times and stuff and go, but, but that it does, but, but that's but, irrelevant. But, but, like that's but, but, that could ultimately that could it's change. all irrelevant. Ultimately, it's all irrelevant. Like like it's like, you know. It's like like what it's all of it immaterial because that's not that has yeah, nothing to like, do with life. Yeah, yeah, like good, you know, good like, for really. you, good, for, great, well done, men. You you win at the peeing standing up contest. Good for well, yeah, you. It's it's, it's the it's the yeah it's the same thing. It's like people like just who happen to have like say really good genetics and so they look younger, longer, or something. Good, good for you. You won the genetic lottery. You know what I mean? Like it's there's there's no. There's nothing that matters about that. Like you happen to have blonde hair. Good for you. You the people and people prefer blondes or something. I don't know. Like you won the genetic lottery. Like who gives a flying fuck? Yeah, it doesn't like, make you a better doctor. It, it doesn't make you a better doesn't lawyer. You a better it doesn't anything. make you doesn't make you a better parent. It doesn't make you a better preacher. It doesn't make you better whatever it is that you want to be. Like like you are not better because you're a man or a woman or because you're white or black or because well, you're Christian or Muslim. You're not. Yeah. Like yeah, there's like, like none you of are, those things make you superior. They're just look, make us, those are things that just they're just differences. That's all. Look, they at, are. look at look at the people around you. Start with the assumption that you're not superior to anybody that you're looking at, and then if you're going to go to are you superior at you are you superior at a job compared to someone else? Look at test scores because it's all that matters. Like I'll look at look at performance. That's all that matters. Like it's you cannot the the, the days of presupposition should be gone. Because really it's getting should. it's getting nobody anywhere. Let's talk about this fucking movie, man. Well, let's talk uh, about the movie. Now uh, we said all that. Uh, the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Uh, now that we're thirty two minutes into the show, um, uh, the, the, the Guardians. Well, we track off if we talked about we said we were going to talk about. I know, about it. man. man uh, uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy came out on April tenth, twenty seventeen, uh, in Tokyo, but didn't come to us until May. 5th. I was going to say I thought you said May fifth or something. Yeah, May fifth, but it was it was out for almost a, a month beforehand. It is the continuing story of of Peter Quill, Gamora, Drax, Rocket, and Baby Groot, otherwise known as the Guardians of the Galaxy. It takes place uh, just months after the original. So it actually takes place before uh, a lot of the other things happening in the Marvel Universe. Uh, the This movie is still in 2014. Um it's uh so because the last movies was set in 2014 this one is is just sort of barely after that the plot uh the the plot basically follows yeah because um, i remember at one point there's there's something that happens during the film that's that's gonna matter when it was because i think mr and i got into a, a discussion about when it was because of uh um how ma however many years later they said it was i was like wait a minute i mean when is this happening hold on he's yeah, like it doesn't even matter like there's this all happening in space i was like ah it does matter like it's a part of the Marvel universe and there's some shit that happened on Earth. It's going to yeah. matter when it happened. And he's like, oh, you're right. Yeah. So it's 2014. Yes, it's still 2014 in this okay. movie, whereas Captain America Civil War was in 2016. Um, gotcha. So, so really uh, that stuff had already happened. Wow. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So everything that we saw in this had already happened by Civil War. And yet they didn't mention it at all in Civil War. But in Civil War, they didn't know that any of this stuff happened. Oh, you mean the, 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 all right, spoiler for the home of you mean the climax uh, at the end where all the, the gunk like uh -huh. overtakes shit. Yeah, I guess that happened way back, you know, first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
and nobody talks about it. Like, that seems like kind of weird that nobody's meant. Like, I'm sorry, Marvel. You guys are kind of fucked up here then. Like, well, I mean, it didn't. It didn't that occurs ha- to me planet wide. Some shit like that happening occurs to me as noteworthy. I'm sorry. I don't know that. It, I don't know that it was planet wide. I got the I got the feeling that it was just in the area surrounding the woods where they are. It the wasn't of the just movie. the one. There were people that were affected. There were people running, cars destroyed, well, yeah, town I, decimated, partially. But I, no, but like, I, I got the sense that was a town somewhere that was partially decimated. Like not the, like it, several towns, not no, around no, the, the globe. No, that he just the, this one town because he, he leads. All right, up. so at the beginning of the movie, you have you have what is uh what is probably um until the new uh until the new um pirates movie where i think is the 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 new pirates movie is the best example i've ever seen of de-aging uh digitally um yes at least the shot i saw looked uh, incredible yeah it's nuts you think it's like is that another actor no it's a digitally younger johnny depp but before that i would say that what they do with kurt russell in this movie they almost have it to the point where i can't tell um, yeah, it wasn't. It was. Can I tell you? So, for I didn't know he, that he was in it. Okay. And I thought, you know, because you you know everything and you all the stuff, and I don't do what you do. I don't. I don't like go and spoil myself. Like, I, honestly, like, I, and that's why every time you're like, "Have you seen this trailer?" I'm like, "No, I fucking haven't." Um, like I don't seek that stuff out. And there are times like I like to watch movies. Like I like to randomly just find a movie on Netflix and have no idea what it's about and just play it. Like, I like to be surprised like that. And so, particularly with like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm like, I know I like the first one. Like, I, I want, I'm going to see the second one. Like, so I'm not going to go out there and, and see all the things associated with it. Like, I'll just wait. And when it comes out, I'll fucking watch it. So I had no idea about kind of anything to do with it. And so we're sitting in the theater. And what's important is like, two days before, the day before, like, we were on Netflix, or I had been searching through Netflix. And <clears throat> Mr. A had had mentioned, um, like I knew this from a long time ago, because his you know his poor childhood was so lacking. He had never seen Escape from New York, which oh is my. not fine, right? Yeah, like that's not okay. So when I when it popped up on Netflix, I was like, "Baby, we got it, we got it, we got it, we got to watch it." And so um, we had started it, and I think it took us a couple of nights to watch it because his new job is kind of hard um, with the commute and stuff and getting back late. So we watched it, and we had just finished watching it when we went and saw Guardians too. And I thought, like, so, like, when you see the first shot of them in the car, we both, like, looked at each other. Like, I was so excited. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, it's Kurt I was so excited. And I looked at him, and he looked at me. We were both, like, gleeful. And, like, afterward, I was like, did you? He's, he asked me if I knew. I was like, no, I thought you knew, though. And you just, like, were saving it to surprise me. Like, you just didn't want, you didn't want to spoil it for me. He's like, no, I didn't know either. So, like, both of us were just, like, really fucking jazzed to see Kurt Russell like it was and I was like and having just and, and to be clear obviously uh, he's older uh than he is in is supposed to that they've de-aged him in um in Guardians in sure. Escape from New York and he's grittier and all that stuff but like yeah it was remarkable how yeah, it's not uh, like clearly young Kurt Russell he was <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean like I was like amazed. It was so beautiful. Um, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to kiss the screen. I was so happy. <laughs> so as the movie starts, Kurt Russell uh, uh, is uh, leading a chick past a Dairy Queen um, into the Thank into you. the in into the woods and and to show her this beautiful plant that he's planted and uh and then he uh, as he says puts a baby in her which boy that is that's a creepy line um right <laughs> um uh and that baby grows up that baby grows up to be uh the baby grows up to be peter quill uh of course uh he bails she gets sick she dies he becomes star lord um and star lord is out in probably my favorite opening sequence title sequence of a movie ever it is absolutely it is absolutely if it is not the it is up there and this is what i mean when i like i think i texted you after me, like it the tone is perfect they know the tone of of that series perfectly and they hit it like just it, they've got it like that's their their formula is it, and this is a perfect example of what you and i are always arguing about like you are like spectacle 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 i love it it's great it's fantastic and this is such a perfect example of exactly why i'm right and you're wrong you're not seeing any of this fight really happening you're seeing little groot <laughs> dancing 
like and, and the other um the other time when they're arguing like those are my favorite parts of the film and it proves that you don't need and i like it better than like the big huge intergalactic space fight it's much more interesting to me because you know some shit's happening but you're not even like it doesn't fucking matter what matters is the relationships <laughs> like the fact that they're having a fight because of this dysfunctional family while trying to do this incredibly dangerous thing or this huge thing it's like i love that so much more than than actually seeing the fight well, it's I so think much more interesting to me. I think we might be in a post-spectacle world. Um, I hope. I think that we're at a point, you know, there's a point in uh, Terminator 2, which is a movie that I love. But I, love I, yeah. I think there's a scene that at this point would not age as well as maybe other things in the movie. And there's a point where Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out with a uh, with a big giant minigun and he just for about 30 seconds blows up police cars with it. He's not killing anyone. He's blowing up police cars and then they right. push a button and there's a big giant explosion of the building that they show like from seven different angles. Boom, 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 boom. boom. They show it happen over and over and over again. Yeah. And I think there was a point when we were watching that where that was enough for us. We're like, holy shit. Look at that. You know, right. <laughs> um, uh, and I think that that's, you know, we got to that point in practical effects, and I think it's interesting that we call out that I'm calling out Terminator 2 for this because that was the beginning of CGI. Holy shit, look at that. Also, uh-huh. with the epitome of practical effects, look at that. You know, and I think we're at a point now where, where one, we're still sort of, sort of impressed with practical effects, but there's only so many things like, you know, Yo, Jason Bourne has done all the things now. You know what I mean? It's like you've like we've seen all the car chases. They've all happened. Um, <laughs> They've all happened. It's over. and that's and, not true. Did you see what was uh the one that had Henry Cavill in it? Oh yeah, like, yeah. Um, that shit was really uh, Man from good. Uncle. The Man from Uncle. Yes. The yeah, it's great. That's a or great Uncle. movie. That's if you a great movie, and there's a great fucking car chase in that. And Henry Cavill is great in it. If you he think is, that he's he is, just, I love the other guy more though. Um, what's his yeah. name? Army Hammer. Yeah, like the probably two, just because he's giant and I love giant men. But the but, but the two but the two of them together, like like if you oh think the two that, of them together are absolute gold. If you think that oh he's just dull Clark Kent, he's not. He can do no. other things. Uh-uh. He's really good. No, he's really good. It's, it's, um, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend. It's a really fucking good movie. It's a great um, watch, and I hope they make more of them because the the and again, it's about the characters, like the way that they yeah. interact with each other is just it's fucking fantastic. It's well, I think I think we're at a point now. Um, Maybe we're back to, you know, the day of the days of Die Hard, because that's what makes Die Hard great. They figured it out. The first Die Hard figured it out. We don't we like the spectacle, but it's more important to us how the spectacle is affecting the people around us, whether right. it is and the story like it's more. Know, yeah, like that's more relevant, whether what just spectacle for spectacle's sake. And I think that, you know, that's like, for instance, the Transformers movie and the third Transformers uh-huh. movie, the 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 only thing that I kind of enjoyed in that movie was there's a point where Shayla Booth and company are running through a building as the building gets like gutted from the inside and starts falling over um, that I really liked the same way that I liked uh, Kirk running on the Enterprise as it was like crashing Being into the earth and into darkness and whatnot, um, yeah. because it was not what was happening that was making me go, ooh, it was the character's experience of that thing happening that affected that me. That was interesting. This, they do it the other way around where where it's it's funny what's happening. You yep. know, it's, there is a big space battle, but and it's cool to see the big space battle and it's gorgeous. There are some things in this, this movie where... It is just spectacle, but it's like a it's like a light show, it's like a kaleidoscope. Um, right, it's but just but they but then you cut to you know the sovereign, and they're frustrated because they're losing their video games, and that's that's what sells me on it. Oh my I, god, yes, especially I'm, I'm cl- and I'm clear that these movies are not only um, like I don't know how it works, I don't know how it fares with younger audiences, but I'm clear that they're that they're made by us for us. Yeah, like there's no reason. For the sovereigns, for the, for the for their little game um, consoles to sound like eighties arcades, <laughs> I know. but they do, and I don't give a fucking shit because it's so great. Like it's this is what I'm talking about, where it's like I can recognize that like there is zero reason. Like if I take a step back and I look at this, and I'm like, well, no, why would they sound like that? That's just ridiculous. 
normally that would be a thing where I would knock a movie, but like I I don't fucking care. It is so awesome that they sound like an 80s arcade and that I give zero fucks that it makes no sense. I'm just happy. And it's like, that's when you know you've done it right. Like when you do something that's so blatant. (laughs) But not only do I not care, I'm so happy that you've done it that you can do pretty much whatever you want. (laughs) Like, and I will go with it. And this movie is just a perfect example of that there's so many little things like that throughout the film that just make me happy pretty much and it's clearly it's for us like i have no idea how young people respond to it if uh if it hits them in the same way or if they don't necessarily get or if they're the ones going like what the fuck is that like why does it sound like that that's stupid i don't know it'd be interesting to have that conversation perhaps yeah no i mean look when he when he gets a zune at the end of the movie there's no (laughs) nobody gets that except for us like there's there's no there's no 15 year old who gets why that's hilarious Two hundred thirty songs. It should have been. It should be an iPod. The fact that it's a Zoom makes no sense. I it know, doesn't. but it's hilarious. But it is. It's really funny. And the, by the I way, they're not trying to. Let's be clear. They're not trying to sell Zunes. Zoom doesn't exist anymore. I, it's exactly. gone. It's a dead product. And, and maybe that's why they chose Zoom, right? Because it's, it's like, funny. We're, this is this is not an attempt to, in any way, product place. Right, yeah. like this shit doesn't even exist anymore. Except for Dairy Queen. Simply to show the Dairy difference Queen was- between a tape and it holds like 300 songs. He's like, it holds 300 songs? Oh my like, gosh. Oh my God. Like it's, it's so great. I love it so much. Um, okay, so they so they fight this big battle with a monster. It's pretty cool. Um, they they go to the As sovereign. Baby Groot dances throughout. Baby oh Groot God. dances. Baby and- Groot kills me through this movie. Oh, it's and hard Drax. to pick a favorite though because they're all so funny. Like Drax, like Drax is funny. Its skin is too tough for the outside. Rocket is inside. Rocket is less funny, but actually carries some emotional weight in this film. Which oh is really God, does he? He does. Um, he's but he's still funny. I think he's still really funny. Oh, and. Well, whereas whereas in the last movie his brashness was funny, in this one it's off putting on purpose. It's off putting on purpose. It's meant to bother you what a dick he's being. In the last one it was funny what a dick he was being. In this one it's meant to give you pause that he's being yeah such to a be dick. like why is he such a dick all what? the time like and, yeah. and he calls and he even calls it on it like yeah he like calls him on it. And he's like why are you such a di-? like why do you have to be you don't have to be a dick all the time and it's like. And that moment, like the the like bonding between him and and um, I feel like I'm going to say this wrong right now, so you say it. Him and Yandu. Yeah, and Yandu, um, is beautiful, and the parallels there are beautiful. And so, so what I like, to- I'm so I like, I'm so much more like I love Yandu in the first one, but I'm so much more in love with him in this one. But um, well, so so what I'd like to do this time, like normally when we do a review, I lead us through the plot. Um, the plot's pretty simple, and I'm just gonna like yeah. sort of spell it out. The plot is essentially they 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 steal something from the sovereign, who are these gold people. The sovereign are really pissed and are basically chasing them down throughout the entire movie. They are pulled out of the fire by Ego, who is they're pulled by the fire out of, by Ego, who claims to be Star Lord's dad and turns out to be an all both his dad and an all-powerful planet god while the while the other half the guardians uh uh remain behind um and the sovereign have uh the sovereign have employed yandu and the and the ravagers who peter used to run with uh to go after peter uh those two plots uh, those two plots collide along with the sovereign currently pardon those two plots are happening concurrently. Yeah, they concurrently, and at the end, they, they in together. the end they collide. Uh, the sovereign attack. The sovereign attack. Uh, they realize that ego uh, has killed a whole bunch of people before. He, uh, he he killed a bunch of, of kids before that he was responsible for the death of Peter's mom. That they that he is basically going to destroy much of the galaxy, and they have to fight him in order to save to to guard the galaxy while the sovereign are also attacking while the ravages are also attacking this big battle and at the end you know at the end uh um egos killed and and they're triumphant and a a sad thing happens so what i'd like to do instead of but back up though because there's a moment there that you went over that 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 like this is another example and this is absolutely in every way a nod to star trek it's a nod to to where no man has gone before which is eyes oh yeah Oh yeah. Um and There's- this is this is the this is one of those things and this is where it's like here you go. This is this is a way in which you can use 
um, special effects. You can use CG in a very simple way and have just like huge emotional impact. And I was like, this is what it's meant for. In the moment when they're talking, like, and he's basically, you know, filled Peter up with all these godlike ideas and his eyes have gone all galaxy blue or whatever, and it's cool, and he's like, you know, basically become God, a uh, god himself, right? And the moment he says that he, that he, hey, put in that tumor in her head or whatever, like, the light just goes out. Yeah. And he switches. Like, so and that's and a, the thing so- is, is that fucking. Chris doesn't even Chris Pratt doesn't even have to act like he doesn't have yeah. to change his expression at all. He does. Let's be clear. I'm just, but does, I'm saying, but, but he wouldn't even. I'm saying like you would like it's such an effective trigger. Sure. That all you need is that. But so, like yeah. coupled with the fact that he's also a good actor, and now yeah. you've got this this it's this moment of where the light just goes out. It's so, so it's so, it's like just it's so heavy. It's so impactful. So and what I'd, I'd like to it. do real quick is I instead and of course of going I love through, it because it's a Star Trek. No, instead of, instead of going through the plot, I would like to go character by character this time and just talk about what okay. we what what we thought because this is a movie about character and I'm going to pair the characters up into couples and the first couple I'm going to start with is Chris Pratt uh, is is Chris Pratt and um and Kurt Russell as 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 ego and that's where we're gonna have to stop today we're cutting the episode in half uh and uh we're going we're going to I know I'm sorry guys look man it's gonna be like it's gonna be a good review coming forward um but we're gonna you know what we're not even gonna put don't even put part one like don't even let them know oh I can't do that this is the moment you guys find out just kidding so 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 what we're gonna do coming up is we're going to uh instead of going like plot wise uh we're gonna go like like character by character um, through Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think that's it's gonna be really a, a character driven movie. It's the way um, so, uh, so come back next time, hear the rest of our, uh, uh, the rest of our uh, review of Guardians of the Galaxy part two and some interesting stuff about VR Star Trek on PlayStation four. But for now, my name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. Trek off. Trek off bitches. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off. One word. Just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it. If you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.